Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this young lady on. Her name is Irene Armendariz Jackson. She's the founder of Border Security Coalition, and I really appreciate that you're doing it. Irene, how are you? Good to meet you. I'm doing great, and the pleasure is all mine. Well, I appreciate that. Let's talk about the Border Security Coalition. When did this come uh, come to pass? When did you put this together? It's fairly new. I ran for Congress, and I realized that one of the things that has us in this situation is that both sides of the aisle have failed and uh, there's really good candidates and they don't fund them. And without the funding, we can't get the message out. I believe that communities like my own, like El Paso, with over 80% Hispanic, we are conservative. We are conservative people, but they don't know what they don't know. And so after the election, I said, we have to do something. We have the credentials. Little did I know um, we were going to be ground zero at this moment. And so we launched a little before ahead of time because we you know we had to make sure that when Biden knew there would he understood I mean when he came that we understood that not everybody in El Paso and therefore in America does not subscribe to his lies especially immigrants that have immigrated legally like my parents they hate what's going on yeah. and but if you say anything against it then you're xenophobic you're racist yada 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 but I won't stop shouting it and our purpose is to fund campaigns, not directly to to uh, candidates, but definitely come back, come uh, uh, behind them and strengthen with the message. I believe everybody that is a citizen that has immigrated here legally is hates what's going on, and yeah. therefore we need to get the message that they need to vote Republican. I think it's a big mistake that the Democrats make is that they assume that if you're Hispanic or Latino, then suddenly you are for illegal immigrants and you're not because as you said, you know, people came here legally. People came here. Maybe they got amnesty in 1986 when, when Reagan did it and they are not for people skipping in line. They're not for people coming here illegally, breaking the law to come here, breaking the law to work here, and then also bringing their own cultures and not even wanting to acclimate to being Americans. That's really a big deal. People are coming from, Peru and Mexico and Venezuela and uh, God knows uh, Yemen and uh, other p- parts of the Middle mm-hmm. East and they're flying their own flags. They're speaking their own language. It's not like they want to come here and, and be American. They want to come here and just get what they can get. Absolutely. You know, my parents, I there's something very beautiful about the Mexican culture, but I want to make sure that I take what is beautiful but do not take what is not beautiful. Of course. And we all know that people like from Mexico, like my parents that immigrated, immigrated legally, they immigrated to give their children a better opportunity. Myself, my sisters, and my brother were all born in the United States. So we're all first uh, generation born in the United States. But I want to make sure that when we get here, when the people get here legally, that they teach their kids the American culture. You know, when I I was running, I was actually invited to the White House, to the Rose Garden back when... uh, Trump was still in the White House, and he talked about um, the immigration reform, but he talked about America has a heritage, and when you immigrate to the United States, you uh, not only have the citizenship, but you also adopt the heritage, and that's something that the message has not been given to the immigrants, whether you're first or second generation. Here in the border, we have a lot of immigrants first and, and first generations like myself. Our oldest daughters have left El Paso because there's a lack of opportunity. We are a Democrat-run city. Right. For those of you that don't know, Beto O'Rourke, this is his hometown, and he is one of the guilty ones to keep my community 
support. And that's why I'm doing what I'm doing, bringing awareness, making sure that America understands that border Americans do not like this legal, um, illegal immigration and the crisis that is going on. But we're going to change it in 2024, whether I run I or I help somebody else. I want to make sure that not only we have the majority, but we have the grand majority, but with true Americans, the establishment yes. needs to needs to vacate because they're not doing anything good for us. It's Irene Armendariz Jackson. She's the founder of Border Security Coalition. Go to bordersecuritycoalition.com. Uh, I want to talk to you about El Paso specifically. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned Beto. I don't say Beto. I say Beto. Because he's, he's this Irishman who thinks that he can pretend that he's Mexican. You know, right. a lot of people really think his mother is from Mexico. I mean, no. that's, that's how well they did the advertising campaign. He's a fourth-generation Irish-American. Nothing wrong with that. His name is Robert Francis. Uh, it's not Beto. But um, w- when you bring that guy up, here's a guy that, you're right, wanted to tear the, the city down. He was talking when he was running for president, and thank God he did so poorly, that he would tear down the wall and the fence Absolutely. in El Paso. And El Paso is historically one of the safest cities we have, and it's not anymore because of Biden's horrible policies Absolutely. and policies like O'Rourke would have put into place. So how different is your city now But when, when Trump was in office and we saw very few coming across illegally, and now that Biden has opened the floodgates? Well, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. So what they did is they sanitized, uh, sanitized specific areas and they moved them. And and I don't know if anybody outside of El Paso knows this. I'm not even sure if El Pasoans know this, but they're moving them into schools that had just been um, cha- they they build new schools for these specific schools. It's Bassett. Uh, and Moorhead, these uh, middle schools and elementary schools, that's where they flooded all the illegals. I wanted to know where they went, and apparently they put them in our schools. So not only are they hitting us at the city level, because there is hotels that the city, and, and when I say the city, and when I say federal, and when I say textilers, it all comes down to the same place, yes. the taxpayer, the taxpayer. There's no such thing as government funding. So the, the city is paying, we're paying for hotels to keep these illegals. I just got word that um, they're having to replace all the toilets. I mean, out of everything, they're having to replace all the toilets from these rooms because the people are, the, these people that are in the in these hotels are ruining them. Wow. It, and this is disgusting because instead of using toilet paper, they're using the towels. And who is reimbursing? The city. But again, what does that translate to? The taxpayer from El Paso. And unfortunately, the mayor from El Paso, he sold out El Paso for a ride in the beast with Biden. That was the price that they had to hit. You know, Esau sold his right, his um, birthright for a, a bowl of lentils, and the mayor of El Paso sold us out for a ride in the beast. Well, That's we, well Irene, we thought this guy was a, a blue dog Democrat. He was sending people via bus o- over to other cities. He was acting very conservatively. He was looking out for residents like you, and then all of a sudden, we don't hear from him anymore. It's like Biden got a hold of him and said, hey, why don't you knock it off? And you're right. They completely sanitized the cities. We see comparison shots of the same city street one day to the next day is messed up. It's got garbage strewn everywhere. You've got people mm-hmm. laying everywhere, tents everywhere. The next day, it's like nothing ever happened. So those people were just, they were just pushed off to hotels only, and, and schools. Not only in El Paso. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but not only in El Paso. Yeah. Nobody's talking about the fact that they even sanitized the Mexican side. On the other side of the river, there was tents. I'm sure you saw those pictures. Yes. But they actually cleaned all that up. We did an interview with Fox on Sunday morning 
from that same location where you could see the tents and they're all gone. And, and then little did we know that they had actually flown all these people to the south of Mexico because Biden was going to walk through in that area with a fence. It, it's tragic. It's it tragic. Is. What did he come for? No, I, I couldn't agree with you more. He came to get a photo op, and, and you'll notice where he felt the safest by the wall that, that, that Trump built. He hated the wall. We shouldn't have the wall, but Joe Biden walked next to that big, beautiful wall, and he felt very, very safe there. Of course, he hasn't built any wall. And what do you make of the Mexican president, Obrador, yesterday or the day before saying, thank you, Mr. President. You're the first president in recent history who hasn't built even a meter of wall. He was congratulating Biden for not trying to stop people from coming in illegally. I found that to be so completely depressing and Biden is like yeah. smiling and waving at him. What did, what did you think of that? Where the Mexican president is happy that we aren't enforcing the law here. Well, he's a hypocrite, yeah. but he, he, you know, it's like everybody else. Let me remind everybody that after the election, he was actually that's one that spoke uh, against, you know, all the lack of voter integrity. Why? Because he was a victim of uh, voter fraud for many years in, in Mexico, but it's unfortunate because everybody in Mexico was voting for him because he was the least worst. Like he was the, I don't know, but he's always been a communist. People call him a socialist. Right. He's a communist. He's a communist. And that's what we saw. That's what we see. The last election, I asked my parents, who would you have voted for if you were still in Mexico? And they're going, we don't know. So what a hip, what a hypocrite. Yeah. Um, I believe in stopping all foreign aid to any of the countries that are. we have one illegal alien from their country here. Stop the foreign aid. We need to make sure that we have policies that protect Americans. Let me tell you another thing. Yeah. Uh, back in 1994, they ha we had an operation here in El Paso called Operation Hold the Line. Um, this was implemented by the Border Patrol chief at that time, who then became our congressman. And uh, and then, of course, uh, Beto O'Rourke probably married him out late, years later. But he was a Democrat and he implemented Operation Hold the Line, which meant that every 100 feet there was a Border Patrol agent. That meant that there was about 17, almost 17 agents per per mile. Just this week, we finally have agents on the line. But before we couldn't find maybe one or two, maybe one, and sometimes none, for a 12-stretch mile, for a 13-stretch mile. That's crazy. And, and the reason why, Irene, you know the reason why. They're, they're over-administering to babies that are coming across. They're over-signing people up for asylum papers. They're, they, they're turning them into secretaries and, and daycare centers. These men and women on the border are not allowed to do their job, are they? Absolutely. And that is so hard for them because they took an oath to protect our country and and America needs to understand they are the first line of security without our border uh, our border patrol actually doing their job we are all in danger because what begins at the border does not stay at the border but after after the operation hold the line it was very hard for the border patrol agents to stay there for hours at a time for 10 hours at a time so what they did is they actually passed a bill in congress and funded a fence we have had offense since 1994 and Pelosi, Clinton, Obama, Schumer, Beto, they all voted for this fence. Right. So the hypocrisy that now it's a racist fence, um, I don't understand also why the Republicans haven't used this message over and over and over and over again. How it was not, it was meant to protect uh, Americans back then, but now it's a racist. They both 
had the same function. And by and by the way, we, we can we out. the numbers are available. The fence in El Paso worked and worked Absolutely. very very well. And, and the fact that O'Rourke was saying he would get rid of it just made me sick. It's Irene Armendariz Jackson. Go to bordersecuritycoalition.com. I know that your husband is recently retired from the yeah. border patrol. Did he retire because there there is no support from central government on, on the border? Um uh, what is, what are you hearing? What is he hearing from the the current border patrol agents and their frustration oh. about what they can't do there? Well, it's awful. It's tearing them apart. Morale is down. Somebody asked me, do you think that if uh, Biden meets with them, are they going to speak freely? Absolutely not. This administration has shown that it will come against its citizens. Yes. And to no avail, look at what's happened with uh, January the 6th people. They're still there. Do you think that they're going to jeopardize not only their livelihood, but their freedom? Absolutely not. Well, this is an administration that pretended that Border Patrol agents were whipping Haitians that were under the bridge in Del Rio, even though the photographer himself said, no, they didn't come anywhere near the people with the reins of the horses. And Biden himself came out, Mallorca's himself came out and said, we're going to investigate and prosecute to the fullest extent of the law. Once they proved that they didn't whip anybody, they just let it go away. But they were willing to throw them in jail, weren't they? They they just were. Absolutely. And you know what? We demand as as Americans... We should demand a, a public apology from Mayorkas and from Biden because these people not only not only are they Americans but their families. I remember when I spoke out against the the rhetoric, there the wives were reaching out to me and saying thank you. We don't have a voice, and that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. It's first of all the American uh, the Americans, the true Americans, the patriots, the ones that really love this country. We have been tried to be shut down over and over by this administration, and furthermore. Our border patrol agents, our legal immigrants have not been given a voice. Right. It needs to stop and we need to hold people accountable. And I don't care what side of the aisle you are on. And I think you're, I think you're right. Uh, you've got people who are on the other side of the aisle who are pretending that they're about border security. We'll see if they actually do it. BorderSecurityCoalition.com. When people go to that website, how can they get involved in making sure that this news is out there, that our voices are heard, that we're tired of what's happening at the border? How can they get involved? Once, once they get to the website, what do they do? Is there a, a newsletter? letter uh, what do they yes. find there so they sign up they sign up and uh, you know napoleon said something he said in order to win a war you need money yes and then you need more money so not only sign up for updates but become a border defender with us now i mean because everything was done we weren't supposed to launch for a couple of weeks, but we already have a, a lot of things on the website. You're able to order the T-shirt. You're going to be able to do a lot of things. But more importantly, make sure that you're speaking out. I can guarantee you that there is more of us than there is of them. And they're just waiting for somebody to say, I'm against what Biden is doing in the border. And you'll be surprised how many people actually come around you. And let's make sure that you have the right message, but you can't do it unless you sign up for for the for the right messages to be able to combat the leftist rhetoric. Go to bordersecuritycoalition.com right now and make sure not only you, but your family and your friends sign up. Maybe 30 seconds left with uh, Irene Armandares Jackson. I wonder, why do you think Henry Cuellar won? Why do you think Vicente Gonzalez won? Those districts should that are right on the border should easily have gone to, to Cassie Garcia and Maida Flores. I have no idea why uh, people along the border, seeing what's happening, knowing that Democrats are allowing it to happen, would have voted that way. Do you know? One, one thing that I can tell you is that the message that we had in El Paso, and we had 
no support, no support. We didn't get any support like Myra, like Monica or Cassie. And, and that makes me wonder why also. Yeah. But the message, they don't, you have people that have never lived in the border create, uh, drafting the messages. You need to make sure that you have people from the border, his, a movement of Hispanics for Hispanics. That's what needs to happen. Yes. Enough with these um, people that actually think that they know everything about politics. I believe our message is right, but you need to make sure that you get it everywhere. And the message is the same across not only the border, but America. And I can guarantee you, you win the Hispanic vote. You win the elections for decades to come because we're hardworking, we're God-fearing, we're pro-family, and we love America. Good. I love it. Uh, uh, Irene Armendariz Jackson, go and uh, check out this website, bordersecuritycoalition.com. I appreciate you coming on. Let's do it again soon, okay? Yes, sir. Thank you. God bless you, and God bless America. God bless you as well. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is The Joe Pegg Show. So there you have it from somebody in El Paso that, in fact, they did sanitize the entire area for Biden to come into town the other day. But we knew that. I mean, we knew that was going on. But I'm glad there's a coalition of people who really care about what's happening on the border. And it's true. It doesn't matter your ethnic background. doesn't matter if you're Latino or not. doesn't matter. If you're an American and you love this country, you certainly want to welcome people who are immigrating properly and legally. You don't want people to be showing up in your backyard, sleeping in the streets, going to the bathroom in the streets. You know, making it less, making it more dangerous and less safe for those who live there. And now we're hearing about they were in hotel rooms and they were breaking toilets and everything else. Come on, man. And then they hit all that when Biden was in town, when he actually could have seen what was really going on. And now he knows what's really going on as much as he, I believe he has this dementia. He still sees the videos coming from the border. But if he didn't see it firsthand when he was there, he has plausible deniability. And I think that's what was going on. 888-941-PAGS. Stop by the website, JoePags.com. Follow on all the social media. About to hit 100,000 over on Instagram. You can be a part of that. Make that happen. We're back after this. This is the Joe Pags Show.